University of Newcastle of Science, Mr. Professor John O'Connor. Thanks for coming in, John. Morning, Greg. Now, today, it's, we're looking at it like a mysterious sort of thing that's happened to the Earth's orbit. There was a chance encounter a couple of million years ago that kind of changed things for it. Yes, the, um, apparently it, it's, it's not an unknown occurrence for stars to come very close to the Earth's orbit. In fact, scientists reckon that a star passes within 50,000 astronomical units every million years and 10,000 astronomical units every 20 million years. Now, an astronomical unit is the distance between the Earth and the Sun. So if you're getting out to about the 10 to the 50,000, you're out in the Oort cloud, which is a, a mysterious collection of asteroids well beyond our ability to observe but we know they're out there and from time to time mm -hmm. they get disturbed and they come hurtling through the solar system and there was a known event just 2.8 million years ago where a star which was called HD 7977 flew within that Oort cloud and that was a known thing but they've started looking at the possibility of being able to determine what happened 56 million years ago now, this is the boundary between the Paleocene and the Eocene eras, mm -hmm. and they've established that the Earth's temperature warmed up by between 5 and 8 degrees C. Now, this is dramatic. I mean, yep. look at what happened, has happened in, in well, Reece, we've, you know, we've, last century or two when it's only gone up by 1.5 degrees. degrees yeah. you know, um, ice sheets are melting, glaciers are disappearing, you name it. A five to, t to eight degrees would really be a huge change, which would make a dramatic change to the to, to, to life, to the plants, to the animals, and so forth. So they've established that there was a warming of that effect five to eight million, uh, sorry, um, um, 56 million years mm. ago, five to eight degrees C. Um, but the explanation of why it would uh, happen was uh, was lacking. And one possible explanation is that the Earth's orbit was seriously disturbed. Now, this could happen if a star, a significant star, came close enough to the, the solar system to start pulling planets out of, out of their, their current orbit. Yeah, okay. So not actually going past us, just going into our solar system. Oh, just, just coming close to it, you know, to yep. within, you know, say, 10,000 or, or so, or maybe 5,000 astronomical units. So towards the outer limits of the solar system, that's close enough to, to have a pull on the Earth and all the other planets as well. And if it pulled it into a highly eccentric orbit so that instead of being a nice circular orbit as, as well, pretty, pretty circular as what we've got at present, not exactly, mm -hmm. but if it became a, a very uh, elliptical orbit, then part of the time it would actually be very clo much closer to the sun and other parts would be further away. Uh, that could actually change the temperature and certainly ramp it up and, uh, and so they've been modelling this and they believe that they can identify a sequence that would actually uh, produce such a change in temperature. It's like hard to predict. I was just thinking that before with stars and they have it worked, oh, this happened 56 million years ago. And they say, oh, the next one will be in 2 million years or something. How hard is it to, to predict a star flying past? Or? <laughs> well, it's uh, f 56 million years is a bit of a long time because they sort of yeah. disappear into the distance. Yeah. Um, if something was coming towards us and is likely to pass close within the next 2 million years, yes, that's that's possible. Yep. Or if something passed with, uh, within the last 2 million years, you could actually see it disappearing in the distance. So over a shorter period like that, that's fine. If they went, go, if they went looking for what you know, this star was 56 million years yep. ago, 
um, no that, chance. They'd have no chance because A, it would be so far away mm -hmm. and B, there'd be so many candidates out there, you wouldn't be able to pick out which one it was. But certainly um, the, the the whole process is should be pretty straightforward because it follows Newtonian laws. Um, so you, know, you should be able to put it into a computer and wind the clock backwards and, and, and they can do that. But the trouble is uh, that works best if it's only a two-body problem. So if you're only looking at the Earth and the Sun, but the Earth's orbit's affected by all the other orbits, you know, the Jupiter and Saturn and so forth. And in fact, they produce a really complex... The solar system uh, has uh, an effect on the Earth's orbit so that there's a thing which uh, occurs about uh, every 50,000 years called the Milankovitch cycles. And they've been responsible in the past for ice ages and, and melting from mm -hmm. ice ages. So just those other planets are enough to affect the Earth significantly. Um, something the size of a star, which would be very massive, of course, and, and carry with it a lot of mass, mm -hmm. uh, it would have a much bigger effect. And it would be a transient effect, bang, one off and th then it goes. So certainly these things can ha have happened. And they can happen again. Well, hopefully. But we've got two million years for the, no, for the next yeah, one. Or I won't hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Cordett, thank you very much. Catch you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Ray.